Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for Welcome to another episode of Zero Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today, I am so excited to have on a 47-year-old from Cardiff, Wales. He is a shed legend and returns for the fourth time after episodes 123, 163, and 213 have combined for 3,190 goals, plays, or listens. He has been helping the Devils win any way he can since 92. Other than 14 games with the Telford Tigers, folks, but we'll forgive him for that. But that was back in 97-98. As a player, laced up for Team Great Britain with and without skates, playing in the World Juniors and for the ball hockey squad. With my Devils as a player, bench coach, assistant coach, co-coach, director of hockey ops, accumulated three Challenge Cups, one KO Cup, two BHL championships, a playoff championship, and a Super League title. Ed, folks, was a big part of a bunch of league titles as, you know, whatever his title was then. He is Cardiff Devils royalty, but we all know he was a rat on the ice and didn't play me enough, so I had to drop the mitts with him just before the new school Devils won the championship at the Matthew Myers testimonial. Welcome back to my shed, Neil Francis. (laughs) Hey, good morning, Wally. Good morning, sir. How are you today? An early one for you. Yeah, busy times. I'm good. Busy times. Um, yeah. Got to squeeze these things in whenever we can, eh? Right. And um, I always say, if you don't do your best and things don't work out, then uh, I guess it's on you, right? And you know what I'm trying to do this yeah. week, Franny, is I had my under nine gals on and I promised them that there would be some teams in the UK that are going to win their playoff series this weekend and chuck chocolate on the ice or their home games and chuck chocolate all over the place. There's going to be a chocolatey storm in the UK. And uh, then my under nine gals can feel uh, really special that it was because they came to the shed, right? Yep. I'd love that to be in Cardiff this weekend. And uh, I was looking at the video you posted about all (laughs) the montage of the the chocolate episodes from around the league. And it's just, well, around the world, I think it's not just our league. It's, it's amazing. Isn't Amazing it? <laughs> what's, what's come from the shed? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like it's sometimes hard to believe that that's actually real life that that's happened from talking to my shed. <laughs> but yeah, herning. Her- so I guess, um, well, it started um, in Cardiff when we got the Twix thrown on the ice for Matt Carruth after he had had them in yeah. Hungary. Then we had Kit Kat get that in Sheffield, right? We got Fun Band forever, I think. Fun, I don't know. Fun Police came out. Yep. Yeah, it's all over there, folks. Uh, and then uh, Manchester, you know, I, you know, they remind me of us, yeah. Franny. The the arena. They do, I know. The young 
squad that's you know all underpaid they should all be paid more <laughs> right yep i yep. i saw a couple things that they get paid in chocolate you know that's funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you got finna there obviously he had a link to the tent he played for cardiff in the tent and um and matt ginn their coach is uh you know i met him last year super super nice guy and he's done a great job this year too so yeah, I got a soft spot for Manchester too. And he's a first year coach, right? Just like Lorda was with us in 1415, yep. you know? Got to support That's those it. guys. No ties back. Yeah. You got to support the good guys. Um anyways, I get into how we know each other. Um well, I don't know even know where to start. Um what I want to happen though, folks, is in Cardiff. I'm up at 5:30 a.m. to talk to Freddie. I'd do that any day of the week, but I wanted to get this in there and out there just in case you get people, you know, don't want to listen to me and the gals chat earlier this week is that we want a chocolatey storm at Cardiff. My gals want all the chocolate thrown on the ice, you know, for your team and for my team, right? The fellows will deserve it if they make yep. it to Nottingham and uh, well, my gals deserve it because they ran amok this season, you know? So make it happen. Shed family, yeah, wherever your team is, right? Yeah. And just saying, if there was a mint arrow in there, then I might be interested in uh, a in mint that arrow. Is that I've never heard yeah. of that one. Really? Yeah. It's like the, it's like the chocolate with the little bubbles in it. It's the mint version. Well, folks, if there's a mint arrow on the ice, we know that's for, uh, I yep. guess, life servant of the devils, Neil Francis, right? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. What's with this 14 games in Telford? I don't know if I've really talked to you about this. I thought you were a devil for life. You actually left. Well, yeah, I was. Yeah, some somebody somewhere thought they could do without me. So it was the um, it was the year after the very first Super League. So the, the Super League came in, and there was all these club owners. Um, the, the guy in Newcastle owned Newcastle United Football Club, and he wanted to make a sporting empire. And everyone was getting like way carried away in terms of how big they thought they could take hockey and too quickly. And they were basically phasing out the British players and bringing in highly paid guys from all over the world. Um, anyway, that, that first year, we we win the first ever Super League. So it's, it's gone up another notch in levels of you know playing standard. We win it. And, um, you know, I, I was, I think I started off in the third line. Then we brought in guys like Steve Thornton halfway through the year who were great players, ended up on the, the fourth line, but still played a, a good role, you know, good support role. And I'm going into my exit meeting Basically, I've got a number in my head that I'm not taking any less than. And it didn't even get that far. They're just like, well, we're not bringing you back next year because they are relaxing the rule on imports. And we're going to have um, even we're more. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, we're going to have even more. And we've got some guys that are going to be studying at Cardiff Uni that are coming over from, from Europe. And the whole Bosman thing kicked off where a European could work in the UK, same as I could. So they didn't even offer me a contract. So... I uh, I know what that's yeah, like. I had to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, that somewhere. hurts though. Yeah, went, and uh, that sucks yeah, though when yeah. they were fit. Like, you think in British hockey, you'd want some British hockey players, <laughs> right? Would, yeah, and I think they they sort of figured that out um, as they uh, you know as, as the years went on, and that league didn't work when it went kind of unlimited, and everybody a went of, a lot of teams went bust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay, so you did yeah. leave, but, but eh? I'm, that would have felt my, weird. I made what, yeah, it, it did, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was pretty bitter about that, especially because I'd had a good year the year before 
done everything that had been asked of me and mm. um yeah it, uh, it felt bitter and I went away to Telford didn't really like it there the coach that signed me actually left the day before the season started uh had a disagreement with the owner so that wasn't a good start either um I, I just never settled there so I ended up coming back halfway through that year and played for the Cardiff Rage um which was the kind of you know, it looked like this. It, look, it looked like the same league that you had been playing in, though, in Telford, on the research. It was, team. yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. So we, why we didn't you just go there really from the start? Too proud? Why'd you go to Telford to start with? Why um, just go to the what the Rage? Well, 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 Telford were paying and the Rage weren't paying. That's yeah. the thing that the Rage were an amateur team in a professional league. You know, yeah. an eight import league, yeah. and um, <laughs> it actually ties it actually ties in well to it actually ties in well to to some you know relevance of this weekend, and you know, shed guy Jonathan Phillips is is obviously retiring. Um, mm-hmm. that's where he first got his start in the Cardiff Rage. He was fifteen. He was my teammate. He was fifteen years old. Really? Um, so we played on a team there. Yeah. It looked yeah, like you ran a buck with the Rage. Guy. You had over yeah, a point yeah, a game. I'd like, say that's uncommon. Oldest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like the second oldest guy on the team, but I was like 21. So, you know, relied on to do a bit of everything. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, the one thing that the Rage did is brought on some Cardiff youngsters that then ended up going on to have big careers like like John. And we actually presented him with a, a Rage jersey on the ice. On, uh, on is that Sunday, what which, that was? A Rage yeah. jersey? I yeah, saw that. Yeah. So it's a small world in the shed, folks. I get sent pictures of what's going on in the hockey world. I got my finger right on the pulse of this thing now. And uh, I got sent a picture of you and Corky giving him a jersey. And it was a Sheffield fan and said, Wally, you'll love this. This is hockey. <laughs> and it's so true, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. What, you know, what a beauty he is. John around. Yeah, yeah. He he rang me the next day and his mum has reached out to say thanks for the kind of, you know, tribute to him. So he ended up with um yeah, a rage jersey which was twenty five years old. So amazing we managed to to find that. Uh, was it and, actually uh, his jersey yeah. or was it just a rage jersey? Yeah, 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 his his jersey. You found it um, from twenty five years ago? Yeah, yeah, where it all started, yeah. And uh we also got him a nice bottle of Welsh whiskey and some crystal glasses to go with it. So so yeah, you didn't listen to him about what a, what a career he said. You, you didn't listen to him about the Toblerones though. He said he liked Toblerones. Just I think I don't know. There's been a lot of chocolate requested uh, in the shed, but I'm pretty sure he said Toblerones. Yeah. But that's fine. <laughs> sure, I like the whiskey too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure that'll that'll make up for it. He can go uh, get his own Toblerone. But speaking of <clears throat> how Manchester reminds me of the ragtag Cardiff Devils from back in the day. Um, the BBT is now called the castle (laughs) and they just had a chocolatey store with leads. And, um, you know, what's interesting is like, I see this video of all this chocolate hit the ice and just a few weeks, a short weeks earlier, I got sent a video and it was winning is fun. Fun is fun. And it showed the Leeds arena. And I'm like, is that the big blue tent? And it showed the fans and they're all cheering. And um, the video got sent directly to me. And then um, just a few short weeks later, I get sent all this chocolate hitting the ice. And then I get sent a video of where the chocolate came flying out of. And it's the same same seats of that arena. As as a few weeks it, it earlier is, was winning is, is fun. And fun is fun. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah. So I don't, yeah, I don't where, really. Where I, Manchester. I can't fully Manchester say like it was the, me the though. Brother. No. Oh, I don't know. I think I think it's because of the shed. I think it was because of the shed, but nobody's actually said. You know what? We did people that because. Yeah. People see fun and then and they want to get involved. You imagine? They don't even have to be asked now. But think about this weekend, <laughs> folks in Cardiff. Right? How are you going to let Manchester have more fun than you all season? Right? Like, I want to see it rain. I want to see it rain in Manchester when if they beat Sheffield on the weekend at home, right? And then I think fun's banned at Sheffield yep. still, but I don't know. I think all they can do is kick you out, but yeah. I, I didn't no say that. No chocolate there. But then, like, we come back to <laughs> Cardiff and we're playing that Danny Stewart, that punk that used to chirp me all the time during the games for no apparent reason. Um, I think that we should win and then just cover the ice and chocolate, you know? I would love that, yeah. And then I can yeah, show the video like... to my gals, right? Yeah. yeah. Say this is for you girls. Mm-hmm. Mint arrows, folks. Yeah, let's get on board. Yeah. Mint arrows. Um, okay, but I think it's really cool that the BBT is called the castle. Isn't that cool? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it's awesome. amazing that thing's still going, let alone survive being transported up north. It was it was on its last legs there in the Cardiff Bay, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think it needed I think it needed a bit of a reno and it looks like they did a fantastic job. It looks similar, but it looks it looks like a sweet barn to play in in Leeds. Yeah. It's a castle. <laughs> Another way we know each other. Um well, we're both playing hockey against each other soon. And the last time that happened, we got in a brawl. <laughs> Yeah, we did. Yeah. 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 Who I, knows? I, it might happen again. You never know. Get, not, get your I, tickets, folks. <laughs> folks, I'm playing a skilled game this year. Uh, Franny ripped my shoulder pads apart. I'm coming. No shoulder pads. <laughs> all skill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what, what happened there, but it, dad's strength came in, I think. I never had that when I was playing. <laughs> I think it was because you're getting really embarrassed that you couldn't get my jersey off and then you just ripped my whole shoulder pads apart. <laughs> <laughs> It did get stuck. <laughs> yeah. It was funny though when there were kids crying in the crowd because they thought you were like really yeah. beating me up. <laughs> People were mad at me after the game. <laughs> uh, well, so batches should be fun, eh? I mean, I can't believe we're yeah. doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. It's really and, st- and I'm at, well. I'm actually looking forward to the after party more than the actual game. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You think I'm excited about playing hockey? <laughs> <laughs> I've done enough of that in yeah. my life. Maybe I think. We, yeah, I think we should maybe record the uh, the live episode of uh, 2000 Hockey Tales. Like in that Dor- bathroom would have made Dorothy's bathroom. Episode, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it would have. Yeah. It would have. It was a great chat live from Chippy Lane. Life. We we were we were having yeah. talks about yeah. injuries. Was... We were talking about other people and what they won't play through and stuff like that. And then we were talking about yeah. recruiting John, shed John guys. Revealed his toe, didn't he? His toes and yeah. his John lump, his, his chest. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I didn't. I didn't know. I think the toes were more gross than like the big bones <laughs> sticking out of his chest that he had played through. That was yeah. crazy. And this um, dislocated rib cage, yeah, but the, the toes worse. But, but like when he was showing us that, okay, and I'm not saying anything bad about nobody because I'm not naming names. But when we were having that conversation in that bathroom, and he's like, "I played for weeks like this with a broken sternum and what have you, like collapsed lung and whatever." Um, 
then they were talking about when they got put out of playoffs, <laughs> they had a player that didn't play because he had a broken pinky finger. <laughs> And Jonah was playing through like a car <laughs> crash, and then they have an import say he can't play because of a broken yeah. pinky. <laughs> I just think that's funny, right? Because you're on the same team, and one guy's doing that, yeah. and you're doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing, Jonah probably didn't let anyone know about his broken sternum, and then the guy with the pinky is probably walking around showing everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's throbbing. Um, yeah. Another way we know each other, though, eh, is I do have a raffle from the Matska night. Is I have a raffle that's ending like this weekend, folks. Right when all the chocolate's gonna happen, it's a Kenton Smith jersey from the Matska night, and I'm donating half the money to ALS and half the money to Rich's Road to Recovery, um, who is a Sheffield Steelers fan. Um, we won't hold that against them because I I lo- I like the Steelers too now, especially when they would open up fun again, you know. And uh, Mosey yeah. shed and, guys and, really and, and Jana, yeah. you know. I yeah. cheer for shed guys and, now, and, you know. And hockey hockey communities always come together, don't they? It doesn't matter about the rivalries, but when it comes to right to doing good good things for for good people, hockey communities always come together. Yeah, and that's at aleshockeytales.com, folks. Buy your tickets; that it's ending soon. Um, and I'm not very good at marketing, so I haven't sold many tickets this time, you know. But so buy some tickets this week, folks, and buy your chocolate, right? Um, and rumor has it at Batchy's testimonial game, um, Stevie Lyons pulled this off for me that he sponsored my jersey, but that is putting my logo on the jersey. So my uh, 18 Walton Batchy testimonial jersey will have a two ales and hockey tails logo on the back. That's cool. You know, that is cool. Yeah. And folks, yeah. I'm you're, pretty you're sure we're thing now. I think it's a real thing now because we're having a raffle to raffle off that jersey before I come to help pay for Shed Guy's travel fees to get there, you know, to the Batchy Fund. So I asked for an extra one for myself so I could put it up in my shed too, you know. And I also want Raw Raw's number 18 jersey. So don't forget that, Raheem. It better. I, I need one when I get over there to bring back and put up in the shed. Number 18, Cardiff Junior Devils, right? That's cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That is cool. That is cool. Um, okay. And the other say we'll get into poster picks. The selfie you have with the couple in the two ales and hockey tails outfits, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love I love that. I turn around behind the bench when I see it then. I I have to take that. Yes, you do. Yeah, you do. That's a fantastic selfie. <laughs> and another poster pick that was a fantastic selfie. Um, which I got to have my selfie with the baby from last year that when I got there had a two ales and hockey tails onesie on, and I got a selfie during warmups with the baby at the glass. So we're going to do that selfie again when I come over, you know, <laughs> but you did a selfie with the fans, like a lot of devils fans. That was a cool yeah. selfie. Did, to me, that looked like the Belfast arena. Is that right? It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was Belfast. There's like 500 devils fans. And uh, uh, I th- think it's the year we won pretty much it almost guaranteed us to win the league we went uh, two wins across in that double head uh, and uh yeah it was a good time so i thought i'd capture the moment with the world's biggest selfie um that uh belfast team and Kiefer are causing some problems for us these days aren't they yeah 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 they um i mean they look they look dead and buried to be fair around uh, christmas time in fifth place and then um, getting Baskawani back was huge for them. He's he's just gone 
you know, I think ninety four percent save, one point four goals against for the last thirty odd games. So, uh, that was a big, big thing. Yeah, they they brought in quite a few extra guys uh, as the season went on and just took over. Yeah. Well. Um. Well, playoffs. Anybody can win, though, right? Everybody that made it to the it's playoffs. It's it's yep. it's just the home and home still, right? Combined score. That's it. That's yep. bit that's it. Like no matter what, no matter what, no matter what season you've had, it's a fresh slate now. It's uh, and in my opinion, home ice doesn't mean anything, right? You each play one home game, so <laughs> it's kind yeah. of weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Last year we lost our home game, and then we had to go up to Glasgow and beat them on their home ice to go through. It yeah, bit, it was a bit dicey for a bit, and uh, we went like. 53 minutes without it was zero zero after 53 minutes it was getting a bit tight and then uh two late goals we get through and then obviously we win it um well i tell you it's strange though you play all regular season it's a big deal and then you just each play a home game i mean uh, in hockey usually one team gets one more home game you know for doing better in the regular season <laughs> but yeah. i guess that, i mean that, that's what i'd like to see i'd like i'd yeah, I'd like to see it become best of three, and yeah. you know, if it is if it is one one after the first two games, then you go to a midweek third game, and obviously the top seed gets the home game. That, that's what I'd like to see. I mean, it's uh, if <laughs> you have would... a bad night on that on that first game, it's it's tough. And, you know that we've nearly been bitten a few times on that, but uh, well, and I think regular season should matter, but right, and just because you get the second leg of the two legs, that is not home ice, that's just playing the second game of two, <laughs> right? I think, but yeah, and not not every top seed has taken they, they get the choice, but not every top seed has taken the second leg as their home game, right? It's um, kind of like in, yeah. it, yeah, it's like in football, the team that decides to get the ball kicked them right off the start or whatever, right? It's like if you yeah. take the home game yeah. and you take the lead, then you feel pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah. And that, that's last year we were hoping to do that, take the home game, get the lead, make Glasgow travel twice because obviously they had to come down to us and then go back. So they traveled twice and then we, you know, then hopefully hold on to the lead in Glasgow. But it went wrong on the first night, so we ended up losing that game and and had a bit more to do. But you know, maybe the travel did did come in and and factor in in our late sort of comeback. Well, um, speaking of shed guys, and I cheer for shed guys. Is Stephen Dixon led the Glasgow clan from like way behind everybody this season to the playoffs? Eh. Yeah. Oh, they were dead and buried. They were in tenth place didn't win a game for so long and then oh up, so uh, long i can't believe they the made the playoffs and, 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 yeah i know yeah no good. Good, fair play to them yeah so good luck dicko right i think he did definitely injected a bit of fun there he definitely injected a bit of fun there no, oh yeah he's a fun guy isn't he yeah he lives um yeah, yeah and um fun. i'll get he's to play hockey with picks. him i know poster picks but we'll see him mm-hmm. at Batchy's testimonial. That's yeah. going to be a time. But you do you did send a picture yeah. of you and Dicko with medals on, and it looked like you guys were like winning's fun, and you were celebrating. <laughs> yeah, we were in one. We we were face well. We were sending a video message to Stu McRae. So Stu McRae was captain of the Devils um, back in the day, and he's from the same spot as Dicko. And I think they briefly played together in. Uh, in Dicko's younger career so we decided to like FaceTime him he didn't answer so 
we recorded a video and it was it was are, funny to watch it the next day <laughs> yeah well those are fun videos though for the guys that are out yeah. of game and just are back home and don't have as much going on when you get videos like that of guys out there in the hockey world having fun it can bring back a memory you know <laughs> yeah especially especially two different guys that you know from two different spots and they're together exactly yeah celebrating it. shed guys no shed guys right <laughs> okay yeah um poster picks speedos you were in a speedo and mm. i i never i you were you've always been pretty skinny to me you looked you looked jacked you had you you were thicker than now you were muscular were you on steroids <laughs> <laughs> no no that was a season i think i decided i had to get myself into shape to prolong my career it was coming towards the end so i needed to hit the gym but that was um that was a team night out you know like the halloween fancy dress party and uh those were my two housemates and we decided to go as swimmers in speedos and hopefully it was a warm night out in cardiff city set well it, no it was, it was halloween so it's uh you know october 31st so it, it was freezing and uh, we ended up down chippy lane dressed exactly like that really and it was cold Just out. That. Hopefully you're still speedos, filling the speedos. Speedo if it's cold. <laughs> yeah, they, they were padded Speedos, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were wearing a cup just to be... <laughs> um, been to <laughs> yeah. Chippy Lane lately? Yeah, yeah. got anything ordered from Chippy Lane lately? You grown up? Do you know what? The, the, um, I did go to Chippy Lane earlier in the season and ended up with Mark Lewis. Uh, it was me and him. Ended up with Chippy Lane. And I heard somebody mention on one of your episodes about fellas. And you're like, what's this fellas place? And I'd never heard of it. And I, I thought someone had got the name wrong, but it's actually a new spot there. So, and it's got loads of bright lights as well. So it kind of lures you in. And as soon as I saw fellas, I was like, well, I got to, I got to find so, out what so what, all about. What, what was pretty it? Good. What was it? Like, what, what... Might be a spot for you when you come back for batches. They got kebabs. They, they eating, are they shaving meat off sticks? It was, it was like, um, it, yeah, yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing that kind of thing. So they've got like, you know, nice um like naan bread wraps kind of thing and fill nice. it all with the meat and a salad and the sauces and yeah. know, mixed meat. You get yeah. A bit of choice of everything. And it's uh <coughs> bit it, early to it, talk it, dirty to me, Franny. It's a bit early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that can be one of the, one of the nights that you go to Chippy Lane. That can be. I'm pretty can, sure I'll be there for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I'll be there. And you know what? It was uh, speaking of like videos from other places in hockey guys it was really hard for me last week i was invited to go to germany for my buddy's uh jersey retirement and i couldn't make it work i was already going to cardiff and we're doing a family trip and i just i couldn't do it all and it was really hard to know that was going on in the world and it was like a life memory that i would have that you just don't get those days back you know i don't think any i doubt anybody else i played with there is going to get their jersey retired so i think that was a one-time chance and i didn't make it happen you know you got to live while you can i wish i was there yeah mm. yeah it's, it's tough when you got to pick your spots and uh and yeah. the real world gets in the way isn't it right yeah um next poster pick i'm guessing this is halloween too but you were with couple blow up dolls eh yeah that was uh when is you have no there's actually another pick that goes with that and it's it's brad varp who's dressed in like some weird blue suit with a big mustache and 
he's in one and I'm, I'm there like deadly serious trying to look after him but you know i forget that i'm dressed as hugh hefner <laughs> so did you have to carry around those dolls all night yeah they were they had like uh there was a i don't know some uh, some kind of they, they were attached to me somehow so i just walk around yeah. <laughs> so people may think i'm crazy but i think drinking beers as a team early in the season and having team fun days like those halloween parties i think are crucial to the team's success bring teams together right for sure because they always give a story that you can kind of tell for the rest of the season and you know when when things are a bit miserable someone can bring it up so yeah exactly you need those memories and stories together right you don't need to be telling stories of all these other seasons. Yeah. You need to be telling stories of your season together with the guys, right? <laughs> Just thinking out loud. You got to make your own stories. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I really liked your costumes. The Speedo, I, I couldn't pull that off. I mean, I could, but it would be more like I was, you know, you were jacked that year, Freddie. I never thought I'd say such nice things to you, but you were in <laughs> shape there. My goodness. Um, next poster pick you guys were just getting out of the shower that looks like it's at the new barn with marshies there and folks what's that yeah yes yeah so i thought i'd throw that one in because i think those guys for batches uh that was actually richie's testimonial so um ah, i got invited to that one too and i couldn't make it gosh yeah and uh the the dinner before that one they did a draft so they had two captains up and um, and they drafted guys onto their teams and uh, Falk's whole thing was he wanted to put together the best shower team in the league so uh, that, that was our that was our that was your shower, the team. shower team in the league. Mm, I got gotcha. you yeah. um, yeah, good guys there I, who, I didn't know some of the other guys but I knew Marshy and Falk's trying to remember who else was in that photo yeah, Jared Adams Jared Adams is in there Alex Simmons um, is it great guy from from cardiff he's he's at the front with all the tattoos and and stuff uh, i'm trying to think who else was in the background did dece might did he make it in there he might even be in there. i don't think dece is in there but speaking of jared adams you know what's funny about the small hockey world is he was the guy i was talking to the summer i signed with cardiff i would talk to sheffield and they were talking about the nba but it took two years and then he was yep. moved he told me he's like okay hey, well we're going to talk soon about this and then I didn't hear for him for a couple of days and then Lordo swooped in, but he was, after I talked to him afterwards, he had been moving from Cardiff to Sheffield. And within that time, that's when Lordo <laughs> was like, got me to sign. And that was, it was done. <laughs> it's a small hockey world, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. But if you do look over Jared Adams's head in that photo and Marshy's head right in between there is Deese. Is he? He's the back guy. Oh, well, in that we, shower pick, yeah. He is honest. He's with Team China now, eh? Team China, yeah. 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 Pretty, yeah. yeah. Interesting he world, finally eh? Finally got, he got payback from all those, uh, from the takeouts he's had. Got payback. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's inter, like, Deese is, uh, when you talk about shed guys doing well in hockey, Deese's first year as an equipment manager was 2014-15, and he didn't even start the season with us. He came in weeks into it, and it was Todd just saying, hey, you want to try this out? And then he came in the room, and that's been his career ever since, eh? <laughs> I know. How crazy is that how that happens to a mid-season change on the equipment? And then and then Deese was 
Well, I, I always say fun no, is no fun, right? Deese brought fun to the room. Yep. He, he had no he problem telling people what was right and wrong and chirping people for doing stupid stuff. And he also would have fun and make it a game, right? <laughs> yeah. And is that right? He's going to visit you this summer. That's correct. For two weeks, oh. Fred. Two weeks. Oh, God. Right? Yeah. That's... Well, I'm, so- I'm sorry about that. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a time. Yeah, it's going to be something. Um, yeah, it's happening right after China probably wins the gold medal, right? Yeah, because you know they're winning it. Yeah, you'd think so, but it looks the squad on paper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Other poster pick is, um, well, you put one of Todd and Steve King, Shed Guys. Um, but when you look back, the research team gets hot, and it says you re re resign the year before I get there in October and the devils have been your life, right? They had been your team. And then it was so bad and obviously so disjointed and everything that you're resigning from the club you love um, in October. And then that you pulled off all this stuff (laughs) to get Steve and Todd to take (laughs) over Cardiff by the next season and then all of a sudden you're back to be in the bench coach. All of a sudden the fans are back. And then to see them on this rocket ship that like nowadays they finish in fourth place and all the fans are beside themselves. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We created a monster, but we wouldn't have it any other way. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean that, that photo is from the launch, the launch night of the, the new era devils and Steve King happened to be in the UK. So he was there in person, which was awesome because they could, fans could hear it from you know him live in yeah. terms of you know he's whatever what he said on that night he's held true to this day in terms of you know this isn't a business venture for him this is a passion for him you know him and his uh the other co-owners there they love hockey and they want to own a hockey team because they love hockey so much and you know now they're the biggest devils fans and they want nothing but the best for the team and it's not it's not about making money for them. The money that the club makes, it goes back into, into the club, which is, I mean, yeah. you couldn't ask for better guys. You could no, ask you, for better guys. you couldn't ask for better guys. And that's what, you know, why I've still been waving the devil's flag all these years, you know, <laughs> which you, next yeah. poster pick you're, you got a whale's flag on the top of a mountain. Where's that? That's in Davos in Switzerland. Um, so we went there in our first CHL adventure, um, played against Davos in the old barn that you see the, um, uh, the Spengler. Spengler cup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so I went across with the team for that and as part of your hotel kind of, you know, you get your key and they give you something else and they give you a lift pass because it's a skiing village, basically a skiing town. Um, so I went up the top, I went on my own actually up the top, but bumped into a bunch of devils fans um who, who were on the way up and uh so we kind of hung out and then got to the top there and they had a big welsh flag and, and took that right at the top of the swiss alps i think the welsh flag might be like the coolest flag going you know i don't i don't i haven't seen many other ones cooler same with the national anthem the flag in the national anthem wales is bringing it you know yeah it's got a dragon on it not many people have a dragon on their flag do they? right good colors too yeah. you know good colors yeah yep um yeah no it's neat uh it's like especially with the shed and like got to know all these flags from where people have listened from and you know i think like the welsh flag it just says the uk so you know what i guess there's more countries than i say have listened but um the welsh flag has got to be the coolest but um 
Anywho, uh, what was my next poster pick? I had another one. Oh, you were driving the Zamboni. What was, I know you'll do anything for yeah. the Devils, but why were you driving the Zamboni? Oh, did you just freeze so there? That was actually after we won the Challenge Cup. Oh, I'm back yet. That was after we won the Challenge Cup final in Cardiff when we hosted it. Um, and I was, uh, I wasn't on the bench that year. I was in the hospitality. So I was probably six, seven beers deep. And, um, one of the guys that was doing the hospitality, I saw him hop on the Zamboni and he did a lap and I was like, I want to do that. I've never driven a Zamboni in my life. So, um, Ricky who drives the Zamboni before the devil's games, he, he let me on and he tutored me around, um, despite being quite impaired. And yeah, I, I was buzzing around the rink after we won the Challenge Cup final, driving the Zamboni. So you got the te- you got the back up then. You're not actually flooding. No, anything. no, I was flooding it. Yeah, really, I was fully flooding it. Yeah, <laughs> fully flooding it. He let me do that, and I didn't realize how close you act when you're driving down that middle strip. How close you have to go to the boards before you kind of spin it and throw it around. And especially after a few beers, it felt like I was going to go head into it, but. Uh, no, he took me through it and I got safely round and, and, uh, and didn't even clip the boards at all. Eh? Okay. I, that brings back a memory of Hoth, um, who just had a big night over there. Um, and is going to batch yep. testimonial. But I remember when he drove the Zamboni, when we were at the big blue tent, the arena staff just didn't show up or weren't there or something. So then Hoth went out like half dressed for practice and drove the Zamboni. It <laughs> takes everybody to win folks. Right. <laughs> it, it does. The things people don't see behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, but he just had a big night over there. Eh? That must, that I'm sure it meant a lot to him. I, I need to get him back in the shed to discuss. Yeah, it was good. It was good to see half and uh, we had a nice dinner the night before with the owners because they were in town for it. And uh, and then he had, you know, he had his night and, you know, got the ovation that you well and truly deserved and, um, you know, got to got to say hi and bye to the fans. So it was uh, it, no, it was great and, and well deserved to, to bring him over. What, what a game of half is. He is a gamer, isn't he? Like he's he's as competitive as people get, <laughs> you know. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I know. Con- considering how he does not go to the gym and he doesn't particularly enjoy practice when it's game time. And, and it, uh, you would you wouldn't that. really say he has the smoothest skating stride in the league. But yeah. when it came to trying to take his puck from him or trying to beat him at anything, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> He never like had a big shot either, eh? He'd always have those tricky moves of getting around dudes, and then he'd have that twisted wrister, you know? Yep. Yeah. No, Scored a lot uh, of big goals. Like what a way for him. I was gonna say, what a way for him to go out. He gets the coast to coast game winner in Belfast to win the league. And then he follows it up with a winning goal in the challenge cup in the um playoff finals. And Real, it really the playoff finals too. Like he, uh, he's the biggest gamer I played with. Um, and yeah, uh, it's interesting that a guy like that totally could have still been playing for a couple of years. Like he was defense for the year, like every year, right? Every year, this year, which is incredible. Yeah, yeah, that is incredible. <laughs> um, another guy though that spread his wings once Hoth retired was Fournier, the Swan. Eh, he finally got to be like the number one D, and then he did all right too. <laughs> yeah, 
I know. He just took off to me. Yeah. 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 Ah, smooth skated up, fellow was. Okay. Next poster pick. The one I sent you where I zoomed in on your face with blonde hair there. What was going on there? <laughs> so again, like, you know, I guess the theme of my picks were, you know, fun and winning and going hand in hand. That was uh um, usually do an end of season awards night. Yeah, yeah. We just had our end of the season awards night on Monday, but you know, these days they're quite quiet affairs. But back then, for some reason other than fun we decided that we would um, rent costumes, so 70s costumes, and we were going to show up to the awards night just dressed like that. And then somebody got wind of it and said, you cannot show up dressed like that. You cannot show up dressed like that. So we're like, okay, if we can't show up dressed like that, we'll come up, we'll turn up in our suits, and then we'll leave halfway through and then we'll dress like that. Because all you said is that we cannot show up dressed like that. So we didn't. So ha- halfway through the night, we just went missing and then walked in the room all dressed in 70s gear. But and the fun, no fun, fun is fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. Can't take life too seriously. You might not get out alive, right? <laughs> yeah. We had one one guy, Peter Smith, was uh, dressed in a full-on Elvis onesie costume with the glasses and everything, <laughs> just giving it. And this was for awards night, which you you guys just had. Is that something and you're going to partake that... in? Did you hear me? I'm, this internet's um, it's, no, my I internet must think. suck this early in the morning. It's yeah, my, I did. My, um, I was going to say, so you guys just had your awards night. So you were there. <laughs> it's still waking up, isn't it? It is. Yeah. The internet's not fresh yet. Hasn't even had its coffee yet. You know? No, there was no dressing up there. So everyone was all dressed nice. Serious. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Games changed. Although, although Dougie, Dougie did write a poem for Joey Martin, which was a nice touch. A poem. Dougie, yeah, Dougie um, present. Dougie was last year's players' player. Ah, um, yeah, players' and, player. I thought Marty was the coach's yeah. player. Well, no, last year. Now Doug, Dougie was players' player last year, and he then presented him. He presented the award this year to this year's players' player, and that was Joey Martin. Okay, no surprises there to us. No, and uh, he did get coaches player as well, which again is is. Oh, no so he got the so he um, got the players and the coaches award. Okay, now players, now yeah. makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> Dougie, and as part of his kind of handover speech, he wrote him a poem. Well, that's Beautiful. nice of him. Yeah, um, that Dougie's quite the character too, though. Um, you know, even like you see, he has fun every day. Um, yeah, he brings the fun. My computer is saying that my internet connection is unstable. It sounds like there's a storm going on right now. But um, anywho, um, I see the pictures the Devils take alike showing their new clothes or whatever. And like every time Dougie models for it, he's having fun, right? He's not being all serious. <laughs> Good yeah, stuff. There's, there's no coincidences in most of the videos. <laughs> uh, but Marty's still got it, eh? Players? player of the year and coaches player of the year. That's a pretty neat thing to win. You, you, like I remember back in the day yeah. when I was in hockey, there'd be the guy trying really hard to be the coaches player of the year. And then there'd be the guys trying to be the players player of the year. I was more of the players player type, yeah. type of guy. <laughs> well, you didn't win coaches player. No, I don't know. I don't know. Not all, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I ever won one of those. <laughs> <laughs> maybe i had too much fun sometimes i don't know right 
Yeah. Yeah. Co- coaches don't always like fun today. No, 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 they don't. But sometimes they don't get that. You got to bring a team together. You know, I always knew what had to be done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, the selfie that you took um, with the uh, fans with the two ale shirts on, and then it made me think of the same selfie you took with Baz in the crowd, topless, right? Remember that yeah. one? Yeah. Um, so I always talk about... I think that was on my last poster, so yeah. I always talk about how I know who Shed Guys are. I was just scrolling through t- Twitter one day on the crapper, and I saw a picture of some lady, I have no idea who it is, saying, I just met the most wonderful man at this hockey game. Um, he gave my son or daughter a signed Mark Lewis stick, which was Baz's, and he had it, and he just gave it to some kid to be a nice guy, and this lady was writing how Baz is like an ultimate shed guy. And I just thought it was really neat that like he's a fan Mark Lewis is like his favorite player and he's just willing to give that away to a kid like way to go bads. Keep up the good work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's, he's made that kid's day. Hasn't he? Well, and then some, so right. And the yeah, moms. You, was, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure big Lou's yeah, got another stick guy. for you. Right. Yeah. Next poster yeah. pick your old man with the trophy. Every time I see your old man, I just yeah. think about the boobs on the back of his head. <laughs> Yeah, that was the same. That's the same trophy. That's uh, yeah. That that was on the way up, and this was this is what what we won. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and that's because you know what, folks. When hockey is fun, and fun is fun, then winning's fun. And when you see your owners with goal lights on helmets on their head, right, and they're having fun, and then you see, say, your bench coach's dad on the way to the game, you get sent pictures of like big boobs on the back of his head on the bus. And you're like, wow, hockey's fun again. I love playing hockey again. Playing in Cardiff is really fun. This is neat. Our owners are cool. The fans are cool. And I'm like, we're just all having fun. And then we went out and won, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, the owners did come flying in and set the tone, didn't they? With the, uh, the they set the helmets and, and, uh, yeah, arranging that picture with my dad and then sending it to me just as we were about to walk on the bench. That was that was a good way to unset to uh, to settle the nerves. Oh, it, it, yeah, it's almost like an, <laughs> it, to settle the nerves, right? It's almost like when uh, we'd get all fired up for games, then there'd be like a naked guy jump out of the shower, spray painted, <laughs> right, to settle the nerves. <laughs> and you'd yeah. be videoing it, you <laughs> sicko. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, people wouldn't believe it otherwise. <laughs> no, uh, at least I know I can trust you, right? Because I've, yeah, they I've are never, locked down. They've, I, never, they've never come out, eh? No, I've never heard of anybody saying they've seen my tally whackers. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Apart from a request from Sam Duggan, but that had your permission. But it is cool when uh, old photos do surface that are appropriate to surface, right? <laughs> <laughs> Right. Like, uh, so I got sent my Daytona beach bombers, rookie party, uh, pictures. Those ones were cool. <laughs> Classy photos. I was dressed yeah. as a girl, you know, <laughs> um, I looked pretty that night. Um, but then there's pictures I've been sent from Germany after we won the championship. 
And then I got the erotic photo shoot pictures now. And all of it is just so much fun to see that, right? <laughs> have you got that photo shoot? Because I heard the story, but... Uh, oh, the, the I sure... Have, I have every month. Fist, I have every month. Yeah, I'm not allowed to oh show them, God. though. I'm not allowed to show anybody. That, no. It was <laughs> that like after that, it was canceled there, too, right? So um, there was enough frows, <laughs> yeah. wives in Germany that uh, did not want yep. those pictures surfacing. So they didn't. Um, but I have them. Yep. And uh, you know what? I've yeah. thought about putting them up in the shed. Uh, but then, you know, there's lots of kids that come into the shed. And um, I don't think they need to see some of those yep. photos. So they're just in my email. <laughs> yeah. Good photos. Though. Yeah. Tasteful. Yeah. Tasteful. Um, yeah. They all... yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So one of, it wasn't your last trip to the shed, but the one before you did come on after just claiming the playoff championship as a coach again with the new coach. So this was his first full season, right? He didn't need you. He moved on, got yep. a different guy. Um, so how, how do you feel like they've done? And like, uh, I don't know how it works. Are they on one year deals? Have they already resigned? Is it something like they signed a three year deal, but they don't tell anybody till after each year. I don't know how it works. You know? No, they, um, they, he's on a, a one year deal. So obviously, um, you know, we need to, to see what's going on for next year, but, um, he's actually taken a lot of heat as you can, as you can imagine in Cardiff that we finish in fourth place. So where are they going to direct the heat? And that goes to, to the coach. And, you know, it's, it's so, it's really unfair in my book because I see a guy, I see how prepared he is, you know, reminds me a lot of Lordo in terms of the, the depth of the preparation. Um, I see how kind of approachable he is, how, um, you know, he involves his players and stuff and, you know, works so, so hard and would do anything to win. And, you know we've fallen short this year. Uh, there's no doubt about it. We're not we're not a fourth place team. Our, our record against the the top sides is actually really good, um, but then we you know lost games that we shouldn't. And inconsistency sums up last season. Um, but you know in amongst that kind of inconsistency, you get guys like Cole Sanford and Trevor Cox who are having career years. Um, you know that they they've managed to to uh, to do that and. Um, you know, I, I personally would love to have played with Brody Dupont as a coach because I think he he has a nice balance of the preparation without you know going into kind of that overkill that just you know that sucks guys the f- off. sucks the fun out of it. Yeah, yeah, he's got a good balance behind that about you know um giving you a bit of your own rope to go out there and do your thing because you're all players that have your own individual skills. Um, but we've fallen short. There's no doubt about that. And, um, you know, it'll be an interesting summer in terms of our, our recruitment because we, we've got some holes that we need to fill to, to get competitive because we don't want to finish fourth next year. We want to win it again. And, you know, like, you know, over here, the league is the big thing and, you know, we need to be more competitive in that. So uh, so that's some adjustments that, that we'll make in the summer. And I hope that, that Brody gets the, the shot of doing that because, um, you know, what people forget as well is he is a first year coach and, it's his first year. First yeah, year his first year. In, in, in any in any sport that just goes in and just sweeps the board. I mean, Adam Keefe, who's doing well in Belfast and, you know, winning titles there, he finished fifth in his first year. Um, yeah. You know, they're in fifth place. So if they get rid of Adam Keefe, they don't have the Adam Keefe era that they have now. 
you know, you need to be able to have that ability to, you know, try some things, do some things, learn from it and get better. And, uh, you know, speaking to, you know, I speak all the time to, to Brody and, you know, we, we go through the things that he's learned this year that sometimes in theory, it, it, it sounds good and it, and it seems like it would work. And then in practice, there's so many other variables that, uh, that impact things. So he's learned a, a, a ton from this year. Um, knows what he needs to change for next year. And, uh, you know, I've no doubt that he'll do that. Um, it's interesting you sit talking like that. It's because, like, so I'm coaching, you know, the kids. And yep. uh, last season with the under-11 boys was my first year. And I learned a lot um, how to do the speeches, how to talk to each kid, how to run practices, figuring out when a drill's not working, like switching it right away. They're like you have an idea of a drill that might work, but then this year I thought it was really challenging myself with the under nine gals house league team. And, um, yep. you know, it was trying to teach them how to love hockey and be hockey kids. But like every year you learn more and you get better at what you're doing. And like your first year, the guy, like he got thrown into that position last year. And I think all those, the players buying into him as the coach and as their former teammate and wanting to win for him. And that's how you guys win last year. And that seems like the guys want to play for him from what I can see. And um, he's going to learn. Yeah. It's only been one year. Right. And like, I mean, geez, when I got to Cardiff, the fans seemed pretty happy when the start of the year, we we're in like seventh place. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and then we worked exactly. our way up to second and it's like now you guys yep. lose a game and i see all the negativity that comes out after a loss i'm like jesus it's just a loss but um you know in when i went to denmark when you talk about underachieving and falling short is when i went to denmark we hosted the continental cup in voyance we went i think two losses at a tie they were not thrilled with that we went to the pokal final and i think we lost five no we, we lost in the final. I don't know what the score was. I think we lost big, like 5 nothing in the Pokal final. And then we're going into the final series, and we had this big in the, the playoffs, and we have this big speech about how we've fallen short every time. But, like, then we won it. We figured out from those losses, and we won the championship. And then, you know, sometimes you got to lose to learn how to win, and especially as a first-year coach, right? Yeah, I, I was going to say exactly that thing. You you learn a lot more when you're not successful than when you are successful. And, uh, you know, it, it's been a big learning curve for, for Brody as it would do for any first-year coach. And, you know, he's he's not stubborn that he doesn't know that he needs to adapt. He knows exactly what he needs to change for next year, um, you know, playing-wise and you know, if there's any systems or, or, or how he's managed things during the year, it's, it's a, it's a learning, you know, continual yeah. learning experience. And he's had that learning now. And it, you know, I, I just think it would be, um, it would be unfair not to give him a, a shot for next year. It, you know, it's my personal view. I mean, I don't ultimately make that call, but uh, you know, it's um, he, right. he's shown me enough that he's, he's got a huge heart and um, has a good hockey brain as well that he'll adapt and learn from, from what has fallen short this year. 
to make well, sure that we're building be stronger it, for next year. Being willing to make the adjustments is one of the biggest things, right? It's the coaches I found that were unwilling to make any adjustments and just kept going down their path. If this is how I'm doing it, and this is how it's going to work. Were the ones that, yeah, I was like, okay, you're not even doing anything. <laughs> like, let's switch something yep. up here. <laughs> uh, yep. But the other thing is with the league being the big one, and you start this season, and like one of my favorite shed guys I've ever had on, um, Jards, Samuel Jardine, though, is like he yep. went there with big expectations this year and he he got injured. And that sucks when the league's the big thing and you're missing a lot of games throughout a season. And like that, when you get hurt, it, it, it messes up the whole season for you. And then you also had that Kugler who you everybody's expected huge things from and he's battled injuries too. And like when you're trying to win the league, staying healthy is a huge part of it. And sometimes that's out of your control, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, Coogs was on an 11 goal in 14 game streak just before he got hurt. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you take you take that from the team and you take a guy like Samuel Jardine from the team. And, you know, it's easy to say, oh, he should have got replacements. Well, those guys had uh, had concussions, which could have been a week. Turned out they were 12 weeks. You know, yeah. it's, um, you, you can't you can't just jump in and get a for somebody that could be back next week and then you'd have to with the wage cap and everything here you'd have to let somebody go and you know those guys wouldn't be the guys you'd let go and it's it just made it impossible to recruit to to replace them um and we just had to to be patient on that so that was just that's bad luck and that's yeah you know some of the things that dudes had to deal with this year i mean when you when you lose yet that we were crying out for secondary scoring and you've got a guy that's 11 goals in 14 games on the sidelines and well, that's a know, big it's, hole. It's no... Yeah. 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 So who's playing goalie this weekend? Is it, do you know? Ooh. Um, well, all I saw is they both I, played I about the same amount of games. Be bouncy. Yeah. Yeah. Bouncy will get game one. You'd yep. think. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Both both guys have been, um, you know, have had their moments where they've been incredible, and other times haven't been, you know, quite at the level that they'd want to be. Um, you know, Bouncy has been playing more, um, more lately than Cozy. Um, so I'd imagine that he'd get the start on on Saturday. You know, he had a a great way to end the season with that game in Chef, a uh, game in Cardiff against Sheffield on the weekend, and. You made forty-one stops for that shutout. That's uh, that's a big performance, um, you know. But saying that, cozy, you know, a couple of weeks before that, he he gets a shutout at home too. So you know, whichever guy we go with, um, you know, the guys are, are happy with. So um, I I would just say probably with experience of the playoffs and, and stuff like that, um, Bouncy would probably get them. Okay, yeah, I just saw they played like the same amount of games, right? It's different than. Back when yep. Bouncy just played every game for us, right? Yeah. Um, okay. Anyways, um, I got a question for you. What's your favorite Cardiff Devils season ever? Oh man, what is my favorite card? Um I I would say that that first year in the tent, uh, the first year of Todd's ownership and Steve King and those guys, your first year. Yeah, I, I think that was an incredible one. <laughs> You know, just because, I mean, you know, you mentioned before that I had resigned that previous year 
and uh, you know because of the way things were being run and they'd sack Jared Adams you know which was a disgrace and and then working hard behind the scenes to get the the new ownership in place and then to have that all come together in such a short space of time and to recruit the team that we did with the personalities on that team and then end up with a with a trophy as well that was it was it was a fairy tale it was it really it, was it was it was a wild time and uh yeah it was it was as fun as hockey god i i still like some of the stuff that would go on right like you talk about hoth driving zamboni but then it was like I think we had we tried to make it almost like Cabina Fest in Germany and we had a practice and then everybody <laughs> stayed for like a couple beers or Secret Santa or something. And then geez, it was hours later, Lordo finds Carl Hedo <laughs> and Deese like dressed as goalie, taking full shots at each other in goalie gear in the <laughs> locker room with pucks. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what probably what probably added to that season is that because the expectations were so low we could get away with a lot of things that you just simply couldn't now and now that we're on this kind of uh, where the expectations are through the roof you, you just can't do you can't have as much like fun right super fun. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you can't you can't so that year it was kind of like anything goes let's just see what happens and uh and that was that was todd's um sort of his mantra on, uh, on day one he said we just want to restore the fun back into hockey in Cardiff the fans have been through a lot with you know previous ownership we just want to make it entertaining again and yeah I think we ticked the box on that one well and I think personally that um, you can't lose the fun just because you're expected to win all the times you know this isn't from your team I'm in contact with lots of teams but a shed guy told me he said something about well wherever i go next season and i said oh, okay you're not going back to where you are he said no i don't think so every people take it too seriously here and it's not enough fun and just because you're expected to win does not mean you can't have fun because as soon as it's like that you're going to be like the stressed out dudes at the NHL that go to the podium and look pale and miserable and have to talk about their losses. And like it's winning's fun and fun is fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, but it's, it is harder to do that kind of thing when the expectations are up. I mean, an example this year is that we had retro night and the guys all, uh, I mean, the photo shoot or the video was taken in the week. So it was nothing to do with game time. And the guys all had these outfits it's on and you know all from the they didn't dress up for the game 90s. like that i saw that video that they didn't go to the game like that yeah but but they did i mean that was all part of the kind of no and but then that was kind of aired and we lose the game and then the comments because you didn't out, dress well, like that the at game. the way to the game are, uh, if they dress like that and go to the game up. you can't lose <laughs> right you're not gonna uh, lose a hockey do, game dressed like that yeah blame that is the reason well, you're not going to because <laughs> you're having fun. that as the reason that, that you lose. <laughs> well, it's true, though. That's <laughs> how agree. people are. They're always going to find a way to blame it on something. But I, I think hockey players have to have fun to win. That's yeah. and, my... and if you don't. Yeah. And if you and if you don't do stuff like that, then people say, oh, it's got boring now. Then no, nobody's having fun. So, yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's uh, a balancing act, isn't it? Sometimes it's, it's, an, it's an unforgiving world. It's an unforgiving <laughs> world sometimes. Yeah. Well, when you show up for the season, there's got to be a big day. Halloween got to happen. Christmas 
gotta happen right and then you buckle down and win yeah. some shit <laughs> simple <Yeah>. routine <laughs> start of the season's the biggest though for me whenever he gets into town you gotta have some time together yeah. in that preseason preseason's gotta be pre-season <laughs> yeah if yeah. you know what i mean great London goes a long way yeah. yeah. So, folks, after we win this weekend, wherever you are, if you're in the castle in Leeds, right? If you're in the storm shelter, and uh, or if you're in Ice Arena, Wales, is that what it's called now? What's your barn yeah. called now? That's yeah, it's back to that. Yeah. So, folks, bring your Wales, chocolate, yeah. Yeah. bring your chocolate, and bring a lot of it. And then please send me the video and say for my team and for your team, right? For my gals, right? It's got to happen. Yeah, that's it. I'll try and get a video too. Yeah. Um. Okay. The only other thing really I got for you is what is a, a, a normal day of director of hockey operations? What's going on now? Uh, oh, I, I don't think there is a normal day, but I mean, right now for me personally, I mean, um, obviously Dupes and Christian Horn, they, they run the day-to-day in terms of the coaching side of things and preparing guys for the weekend. You know, I'm helping them out on a bit of um, analysis. But for me right now, it is with one eye on the uh, on the um, next season in terms of um, player recruitment and identifying guys and pulling together lists of, of people we want to speak to and, uh, you know, kind of mapping out what holes we think we need to fill and which guys will do it. So that's that's kind of that's my focus at the moment. When are you allowed? When's the Devils allowed to talk to players from other teams? Is there a rule? Um, I mean, I I don't know if there is. I mean, I know teams do speak to other players um, on other teams before their season and contracts ended. We we don't. You know, we'll wait until that final weekend, and if if there was someone on another team that we wanted, we would wait until that point. But I, you know, it happens every year that players are contacted by other teams so um, we try to do things the right way and if we miss out on a guy because of it then whatever but uh, you know we just try and do it the right way Um. okay so like when you guys got Blair Riley out of Belfast uh, that was after the season then after the season yeah because in Germany, you could just do whatever right you could be signed with a different team at yeah, Christmas and, and, for the next year and they announce it don't they I I was yeah, Dupes was telling me about this where you you might be play you know drawn in the playoffs against a team that one of your teammates already been announced as signing for the next year. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and and I I it happened to me. So um, I didn't sign with Beatingheim until like right when we were winning the championship or a couple of days after, but I was getting yeah. offers throughout the quarters and semis at, after the teams that we put out were offering me contracts for the next year. I'm in the middle of playoffs getting offered contracts for the teams we got put out. But then we go into the locker room before the first round. We're playing Beatingheim and all these news cameras around. And I'm like, what, what's going on with Guypey? Why is all the news cameras here? They're like, oh, he signed for Beatingheim next year. I'm like, that's the team we're playing. <laughs> They're like, yeah, that's right. I'm like, Really? Yeah. And he, they said, well, he's on their team next year, not this year. This year he's on our team. I'm like, oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Well, so then weird. the fa- your, your own fans, like, then they start chanting stuff at you, right? Like, that they were cheering yeah. for you, and now they're not. And it's like, you don't need that. 
exactly. Yeah. Just just wait. Just wait a few weeks. I didn't know what the rules were in the EIHL, you know? Had no clue. Um, well, um, so what do you think uh in the future for the Devils? Like, obviously you've been part of the history, and now I know lots about the history from the shed. Um, but like there's the time before the new owners, and now there's the time with it, and there's the new barn, and we've won a bunch, but like where like where do you see this organization going? Where do you how far do you like where can you take this now? Like, do you just keep trying to get a bigger budget and beat Belfast and the Sheffields and you know? Yeah, I, I mean I, budget is is one thing. I mean, we've got a we've got a healthy budget and we we take it to the wage cap. Um so it's that that's one thing, but it's about um always fine-tuning your recruitment and uh I think the big thing is is getting your team to evolve and not doing it in one big go. I mean, you mentioned before about we had Andrew Hotham and then he retires. It's a huge hole to fill. However, we already had Gleason Fournier, you know, sitting in the background waiting for that opportunity to be the guy. And I like that kind of continuity. Um, you know, I like the fact that we've got guys like, um, you know, Trevor Cox, Cole Sanford, Jake Kugler, who are, who are young guys who... You know, when the unthinkable day happens that, um, you know, the GOAT decides that, that he's had enough, then, you know, you want guys to be able to step into his shoes. And uh, so I, I like that kind of continuity. So, um, yeah, I mean, nothing ever gets old about trying to win. Um, you know, even if even if we won, won it four times in a row, it doesn't matter. We'd want to win it a fifth time in a row. And it just makes the challenge becomes harder and harder because everybody's gunning for you. So, yeah, we'll never get bored at... Uh, at trying to yeah, add competing challenge. competing is fun and you're right though is yep. that the, there's some healthy competitors in that league and that's it looks like the league's pretty even right almost any team can beat anybody nowadays and uh every team does do whatever they can to win right and every year you got to adjust based off what they're doing what you're doing right you've been recruiting shed guys yeah. for yeah, years for though yeah yeah it's um yeah the league i think the the gaps between the top and the bottom teams in the league is definitely narrowed a lot it makes it a lot harder because you know there's no games that you can just kind of take for granted um you know it's good to see a team like guildford's uh pushing so hard for the league championship this year that puts them you know another runner in there you know, previously it was you know, a certain bunch of teams that were competing. Now Guildford's in the mix, you know, Nottingham with their budget, they're not going to be happy with a seventh place finish, you know, so they're going to want to do something big for next year and, and get back up there. So it's, you know, and, and Glasgow are a big team too. They finished in eighth place. They just squeezed the playoffs. So, you know, they need to, to somehow make sure that that doesn't happen again next year. So it's, it just, every year is a new challenge and it's, um you know, it's one that we have to rise to and, you know, that's the thrill of the job, isn't it? You know, you it, when you've got that competitiveness and you that's the kind of stuff that gets the juices flowing. Well, it does. It does take everybody to win. And it takes, after a loss, it takes the fans not being so negative and not being so angry. And it takes them supporting the team through ups and downs. And it takes the players not getting too high and low. And it takes everybody to just be a team together, to be a family, to win, right? Yeah. And, you know, there's only a certain amount of trophies up for grabs. So there's only a certain amount of teams that can win them. I mean, Belfast have got two out of the three so far. 
So that means that there's, there's only one more teams that are looking <laughs> for their first trophy of the season. Yeah. 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 And Belfast will want to take that one too. So, so it's, um, you know, we, we've been so fortunate and, you know, it's through a lot of hard work and great ownership and, and management um, that we've competed so well since, uh, since the new era. And we've won trophy. You know, we've won the last three three playoff championships, which is incredible. Before that, we were winning the league. Um, it's uh, you know, it's amazing to have won all those trophies, but they're not just handed to you. You know, and there's other teams that are desperate to snap them out of your hands too. So it's um, you know, it's not. It's there's no you know given right to win a trophy. It's got to be earned, and you know that's the challenge that that we put ourselves up for every year. Yeah, and uh, it's neat for me to watch from over here. I was there just near the start, and uh, to see how much stuff has been won, and it's how kind of how it, like this all has gotten as big as it's gotten, right? It's because the Cardiff Devils are who they are now. Um, that there's that many people listening when I have people on, and it's because of winning championships, right? It's like uh, getting invited back overseas, you know. Now I guess like seven times now is because you won right and people get invited back when they win it's like guys don't stay for testimonials that for 10 years unless they had success and they don't get jerseys retired in germany unless they won and it takes winning to like winning is what it's all about and like it is really hard to win but when you do it man is it worth it right yeah oh definitely you hit the nail on the head there in it it's so guys only stay on the team for so long if it's successful otherwise the management will naturally want to make those changes and you know guys only stay engaged with with the club um and and your teammates too you know you you win with teammates and you know you got that bond forever and those are the ones that you keep in contact with the most so it's uh it's such a huge thing but it's a tough thing as well but it's it's what we're all bred to do i guess you know we're all a bit competitive just a bit uh, yeah just a bit yeah <laughs> yeah um but you know what hockey's got to stay fun and you know what i think's fun for fans is bringing chocolate and chucking it on the ice i think that's fun and hockey's supposed to be fun so i think this weekend folks bring your chocolate right for my gals for your team right get involved folks fun is fun right <laughs> yeah yeah and this is and the, Mintero, <laughs> folks, and uh, twirls for the girls, not whirls, folks. I've been corrected. I didn't know what I'm talking about because I've never had one. <laughs> and this has been another episode of Zero Ales and Hockey Tales with Freddy and Wally. Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all Cause they got no rhythm And that's alright Some people they drink too much Some people don't drink enough Some people are just like me I hope y'all forgive them I'm like Scott and Tommy Cole fans I'm like Pete Southpans and